It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's Alabama's Morning News on News Radio 105.5 WERC. I'm JT, continuing our discussions today. This is a great guest. I'm looking forward to it. Erica Twani joins us now, who is the author of Becoming Einstein's Teacher and uh, the CEO of Learning One-to-One and Developing Relational Learning. This is kind of cool. Erica, do you have an academic background? Do you come out of academia? Not at all, JT. And by the way, it's a pleasure to be with you. Thank you. I'm an engineer. Um, I I come from technology, and uh, I fell in love with education when I started working with that tech. And uh, I do believe that education needs transformation today. So we're going to discuss technology today. Well, I tell you, we went through so many things during the pandemic, and uh, you know, kids really fell behind, and lots of negative impact on the school systems, teachers leaving the profession, parents having to learn to be teachers, and you know, the the different. ways to teach kids, I think, started to shift. And I think we're seeing some of that still stick around. And as you talk about technology, let's talk about some of the ways that are helping kids now and from apps and social media to artificial intelligence and robotics. So how do you think things have changed? And was it, uh, I guess, the process sped up because of this pandemic to go into a different direction? Well, there are two parts of your question. The first one is, um, how things have changed. What we have seen so far is that technology has transformed our relationship, right? Uh, For instance, right now, everything is personalized using technology. Uh, My Facebook wall, my Instagram pictures, my YouTube channel. And when you go to the classroom, is one size fits all. Is uh, one teacher in front of the class lecturing to everybody? There's no personalization at all. So when the pandemic came and we started seeing the use of technology um, to give a classroom, right, to repeat more of the same Mm -hmm. that happened, that, of course, impacted children because they're used to personalized personalized experience, and that was not personalized at all. And then we see the results in the the, uh, test scores, right? Uh, We had the worst test scores in 50 years. But let me tell you, let me tell you, it's not the teacher's fault at all, because teachers had little to no choice. They, they they're unaware of how students engage with technology today. So they tend to go to the familiar, right? The traditional classroom. Well, I got to tell you, when this happens and the shift changes, I don't think we can replace human beings uh, with machines and technology and robots. And I've talked to so many people, even you know, in manufacturing and other forms of uh, business, that uh, it's certainly an enhancement. It can help grow and and still drive revenues, but not needing as many people. But uh, this is not a direction where you think teachers will be displaced, do you? Absolutely not. I do believe that teachers are an essential part of education. They will always exist. Otherwise, we wouldn't be human beings. The day that we replace teachers uh, for machines. 
uh, we're done as human beings. So when you shift and change because of what's needed, how will the teacher's role, uh, what will it look like in, in the new setup with all of the different technology that's coming now? So that's an interesting question because although I do believe that teachers will not be replaced, I believe also that the role of the teacher will change. Mm. A recent survey found that 45% of domestic and international companies are increasingly choosing candidates by the skills first rather than a college degree. Yes. Today, students must focus on skills development. And the way to do that is to become lifelong learners at early age school, at yes. early age. Yes. So teachers become a sort of a coach for their students. Um, it's like coaching a runner to run a marathon. The one who develops the skill to run is the student, not the coach. Yes. At the day of the marathon, the one that will run is the student, not the coach. Yeah. So the coach guides the training that will make the runner faster and resilient. You know, so what? when students develop learning skills, they can explore areas of interest of their choice. I think you're right when you talk about how young kids are these days that are on technology, that are involved with technology. I mean, you walk around, you look at seven or eight-year-olds you know, working a cell phone like, uh, you know, they, they always had it in their hand. You know, and, and if they can do that, they can do so much other. So with the kids loving technology, being involved in technology, you can start earlier with this and kind of figure out what their interests are and where they're going. And do you believe a teacher's role might be in directing and helping that and helping that grow as opposed to, well, go to college and figure it out later? That's correct. That's correct. You're totally right. But I'd like to defer a little bit on the Chinese kids. Uh, because um, Chinese kids are kind of forced in the, into a competition system, and I actually wrote an article in my blog about it, um, because there are so many kids and so little opportunities in a huge country like, like China. Um, I would say that Singapore, that today is the, is the best education system in the world that has uh, all this personalization we're talking about, that has eliminated standardized tests that focus on uh, developing skills rather than uh, shuffling content in, in somebody's brains. You know, it's, it's, it's an advanced system. Nevertheless, nevertheless, the world's eyes are in the United States. So we have a double responsibility, JT. The first one is the responsibility with our own kids, right? Got to make sure they're right. ready for the 21st century. The second one is the responsibility uh, to the world, because although we're not as advanced as Singapore, everybody makes reference first to the United States education system rather than Singapore's education system. Yeah, what can we learn from that? Why is that? Uh, and, and what can we do to change and get up to the, uh, I guess, level of good education that these kids in China seem to coming, you know, be coming out with versus to where we are? So that's a tough question, really tough question. But I would say we have two choices, right, at this point. The first choice is a top-down approach where the education system makes the necessary changes to allow learning transformation system-wide. 
The challenge we have today is that innovation and learning is done in a few schools with a lot of restrictions. So learning innovation means transforming the way students learn, transforming the curriculum, testing requirements, and so on. That's very challenging, right? Right. The second choice is a bottom-up approach. It means that we first start developing students' learning autonomy without any changes in the education system. And as the students gain autonomy, they'll bring innovation to the classroom by their own initiative, uh, with, of course, the guidance of teachers. I believe this is the best approach to accelerate the incorporation of new technologies in schools and to transform our education system. And I believe it so much that I wrote the book about it. You know, I love the idea, and I think it's going to be really great for kids to, you know, kind of really hone in on what they like and what they're good at. And the artificial intelligence, the robotics, you know, the metaverse, all of this new technology it can only assist and help. And the fact that it's not going to displace teachers is a good thing to hear as well. But when can, when do you think we can expect to have these technologies in schools and applications actually in practice? If we continue on the on the education system as we are today, it will take it will take a long time because our education system is so traditional, right? Right. Um, so. And besides that, technology would be the choice of a few. So a group of experts, quote-unquote experts, are deciding for the teachers and for the kids. Yeah, now, if we, if we go on the second choice, where is a bottom-up approach where we allow students to contribute to that choice, then we could see technologies, those new technologies you're talking about, in the classroom as soon as three years and students engagement at the highest level. Oh, I love it. I, I kind of like that direction that we're going in with all of this. Boy, it's been a pleasure talking with you, Erica, the author of Becoming Einstein's Teacher, Awakening the Genius in Your Student, and also the co-founder and CEO of Learning One to One, Erica Twani. Thank you, Erica. Happy holidays. Thank you, JT. Likewise. This is Alabama's Morning News on News Radio 105.5 WERC. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.